0: Plus.
1: Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Happy Opening. The set's still wet. Yes, that's what we're calling this: Happy Opening. This set's the set's still, still wet. wet. It's something that See happens that? in, in co- there? community theater. All the time. All the time. Well, Every time. today's guest, believe it or not, is the inspiration for this podcast because she and I grew up together uh. doing community and children's theater, things that you would not believe. Oh. Um, how old were you when I put you in City of Angels? When I...
2: So I was, um, I was probably 16.
1: Oh, my goodness. Playing Donna Uli no in way. City of I, Angels. First of
2: mean? all, wait, where,
3: where was this City of Angels at the community oh, wait,
1: theater? I should tell people who this is. <laughs> yeah, this is... nice. <laughs> what are you talking... You just <laughs> Drop City of Angels that <laughs> way, and who are we talking? This is Hi. the brilliant, wonderful, genius performer Rebecca <laughs> Spiegelman. Hi. If you have never oh, seen Rebecca man, perform, so you are missing out. Oh, stop! You are missing out. Um. Every time she does a show at fifty-four below, the number of people who come up afterwards and go, Who's that girl? Insane. It's incredible. Type her I, in, I on the you YouTube. Can, go on the YouTube You and can find tell her.
2: the age of me by you saying who's that girl? <laughs> like, how long how uh, the age how long of the people asking who that was.
3: This I, <laughs> is fifty-four below, so <laughs> I wanna put her <laughs> <laughs> It's fifty-four below, It's not the green room to forty two. I wanna <laughs> put like, I wanna put her in a show. Oh,
1: <laughs> tell her to call me. I got my, a my number is Buffalo four seven five. <laughs> I want to send her a telegram. <laughs> um, so Becky and I, though. City of Angels. Oh, C- was City uh, of Angels? Where? Like you, at the community theater?
2: It was it? Um, it was in. Excuse so it was in, me. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a
3: very <laughs> you, bold. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's so two it of you teen, that. Sorry. It, it was sorry, teen
2: sorry. community theater to make it even oh, better. So goodness. everybody was, was between the ages of 13 and 19. And, and the
3: and 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 the director was like, we're gonna do.
2: The director was Rob. I'm
3: right here. <laughs> Pick that show? <laughs> yes. Oh my god, you guys. This is insane.
2: Full of femme fatales and like scenes that, that draped and ended with people like falling into bed. We're all like sixteen, like going out to TJ Fridays after. <laughs> oh,
1: of course you were. And how old were you, Rob, when you were directing I was twenty Two? Oh, a veteran. For okay, 23. I was a veteran director yeah, no, at that time. no, you had already cut your teeth. And 23 years old. you already been, you know, in the big, yes. bad world. Uh, <laughs> I was 23 <laughs> years old. But it was, the, it was the big summer musical, which was a big deal for us at the time. Oh, yeah. You, you, you had to be 13. Okay.
3: We <laughs> which don't was a
2: serious cutoff. Oh, for real. Yeah. If you were 12 and a half, they you was would You'd shit out, out of summer. luck. There's no, no? way. And yeah. it was a big deal.
3: Did some people try to, like, sneak in? Yes.
2: You're sitting with one. I auditioned but when like, they did Chorus Line. Like, I was like, yeah. I can't live without this show. And I'm auditioning with um, Gotta Have a Gimmick. Oh,
1: of course yeah. you did.
3: And yeah. I was
2: like 12. A
1: couple of years earlier, we did a Chorus Line.
2: <laughs> and they were like, we can't. Oh, yeah. Full version. <laughs> T, A, everything.
1: I, I was there. It was there. But the, the City of Angels that we did, first of all, I want to tell you a couple of impressive things about it. And then we'll we'll yeah, go on to yeah, Becky's yeah. career. <laughs> okay. We had a 28-piece orchestra. Yes. Which was all amazing jazz musicians. Seriously, that yeah. show, you were like... It was well,
2: live. It was live. Um, they were live musicians. And
1: sure. the actors have gone into big things, like A.J. Holmes,
2: mm-hmm. oh, yeah. um,
1: who did the Team Star Kid. He was our Stein. Mm-hmm. Dan Rosales, who was um, a Hamilton and the Spamilton
2: Absolutely. show. So we have some big people, but yeah, yeah we,
1: we did uh, City of Angels.
2: It's just incredible. Yes, <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty good. It really was. It honestly, it was it was great. It was really good. We did the whole black and white and color thing, which was a very yeah. big, you know, a hurdle to jump. Yeah. Um, and it really it did. It made you like feel very grown up and adult to be yeah. discussing and doing these very adult themes in front of your parents. Um, no. Yes, indeed. Uh, who were by the way super proud. They weren't okay. like, oh, why is my daughter in a negligee tying a man's oh. tie, making a joke about things to hold on to? Right. Instead, <laughs> they're like, at a girl, find your light. <laughs>
1: That's my girl. So Becky and I were working on a show recently, and we were talking about our community theater experiences, and I realized that maybe this could be something that we could do because Kevin has. Do you want to tell Becky about your Yellow Brick Road? Oh, uh, just I was just thinking how uh, my Summer
3: Stock experience uh, in 2001. Um, the director thought it'd be we did Wizard of Oz, and the director thought, you know what? Let's because it was repertory theater in the true sense of the word. So right. they thought well, let's not have a painted stage with a Yellow Brick Road. Let's just have. Let's have somebody actually be the Yellow Brick Road. So I and another person, a girl, was was cast, and we had to wear a yellow unitard, (laughs) and then we would have to jump out. I remember, I remember literally being underneath the stage set, thinking. At first, they wanted us to think we were honored to have this job, and then when it came time to do it, I was I did not want to go out on stage. I was so horrified. Can't imagine why this tight like and and you would run out and just like point like point. I'm I'm pointing folks and smiling like with a big old like huge Cheshire like grin like. Yep, that was it, and then we would like do the we off to see the wizard. Yep, did so that you, was. you you
2: got paid for this? Oh yeah.
3: Oh well, not by pay. It was like eight weeks of work,
1: and we got paid. I think one hundred and twenty dollars total. I think
2: oh for everything. Oh my god. So anyway, so That's
3: so uh, too good. yeah.
1: Speaking of paying in the theater, you did theater, but you paid to be in the theater. Wait, I'm sorry.
3: Absolutely. Excuse me.
2: Absolutely. Like you
1: paid to have the honor to to.
2: Oh yes, and then show. provide her own costumes on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Not for
1: my theater
3: company. Where was
2: no. <laughs> this?
1: Be- Becky, tell us about your children's theater experiences.
2: So I did. Um, I grew up in Thousand Oaks, California, <laughs> and I did Showboat Youth Theater, which was at the time and potentially now. Unfortunately, I don't have the information, but at the time, truly the premier. Children's theater camp Ooh. of Southern California, San Fernando Valley, uh, and they did amazing shows. And we didn't. We did once in a while. We did like Cinderella or Beauty and the Beast. But they really jumped in. We did things like Chorus Line, Music Man, Gypsy, Sound of Music. We were really like serious yeah. about our theater but you do you um you paid maybe i'm gonna venture to say in the 90s maybe 125 dollars for two hours every saturday for two or three months so you paid that that lump sum and at the end you put on a performance and your parents came and you got to buy vhs's at the end of course yes for posterity
3: yeah
2: Uh and it taught me everything I know, truly, about theater, upstage, downstage. If you can see the audience, they can see you. Like things that I tr- would venture to think a lot of people would not have learned until later. I learned it at five and six and seven. I also learned about some very serious grown up things at five and six and seven that were oh? cut, yes, that were like, you know, cut from the actual show that we were doing. But I had to, if I'm doing a chorus line, I'm gonna watch. The chorus line movie. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen about Richie losing his virginity Ooh. in a graveyard. <laughs> oh, oh boy. And I'm gonna have questions. <laughs> uh, yes. yes. So something like a chorus line was altered just, you know, here and there. Like
3: tits and ass, for tits instance. Tits
2: and ass, yes. So what we did is it was lots of class. Uh <laughs>
3: I've heard this and that. <laughs> yes. But I've never heard lots, lots of class. of class.
2: Had the fingernails all done.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, yes. So we did lots of class. And while changing the lyrics was very helpful, of course, <laughs> um, a lot of the choreography was not changed.
3: Oh, so they're still just like...
2: <laughs> Lots <laughs> of class pointing and pointing, <laughs> grabbing and grabbing, and of course the the adults are like, "Oh my and God. how old is this child so um, my sister sang that song when she was about ten. she was about ten years old, and I was about seven or so in that show great yeah wow. and the best part about some of the adjustments was the endings because you know you know you have to move it forward for children and everybody's every single person on that stage is paying to be in the show so every parent is going to expect their kid to have a name a a line a bow exactly so at the very end Zach is pacing across the stage and he's going you know it's a it's a show and I, I can't I wish I could hire all of you so I'm gonna hire dramatic lean in I'm gonna hire dramatic lean in
0: And all no, no, no way.
3: All
2: 60 kids on stage wearing their dad's white button-down shirts because we have to get ready for the finale. <laughs> Yay! We booked it! <laughs> <laughs> so
3: completely rewrote the musical.
2: Basically. But
3: But everyone wins.
2: Absolutely. And Marvin Hamlisch had nothing to say at the time about That's it. So, so we <laughs> decided fine. it was alright to take a look it. And
1: yes. speaking of oh rewriting musicals, what was Rockin' at the Hop?
2: Rockin' at the Hop was the term and the title for Greece when you don't want to pay royalties. <laughs> so, now,
3: that's funny. So
2: Rockin' at the Hop also got its own liberties because not only why would a nine-year-old um, have a pregnancy scare, first of all? Well, this
3: is this is good information to Absolutely. say Absolutely. You know? Yeah, just so everyone I knows. I actually, when I grew up, uh, my babysitter, <laughs> when we got to that part in the movie, my smart babysitter at the time, we said, skipped your period, what does that mean? And she said... Skip a class. class. Oh Skip my
2: class. God, that's that's genius. what my babysitter
3: told me at the time. So that's It took me many many years to realize what that plot point was all about. Absolutely,
2: sorry. it goes over your head and like the little
3: kids, you just don't even think of that. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, sorry. Yes. No.
2: So okay, so Rockin' to the Hop was Greece, and it has a lot of your familiar characters, but once in a while you get some new songs. Oh. Like the beginning of the show mm-hmm. started off with I was lucky enough to play Rizzo. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and the show started off of me in front of the curtain, and I was wearing, like, a like a ho- 1950s or 60s housecoat, kind of, mm-hmm. and I'm carrying a, a doll, like a baby.
3: Oh, foreshadowing. And
2: I'm, and, <laughs> and, and, yeah, and I'm, like, I'm older, exactly.
3: It's the memory <laughs> play <plague> person. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> and so I'm standing there, and I'm holding a baby, and you're like, what? Sh- for, what you're, is- immediately you start off, you're like, where the hell am I? Right. I start off by singing Somewhere That's Green. <laughs> reminiscing about my old days at Rydell High and how I wish I could go back to high school and all those old fun memories I had with my gang. Well, this is musical theater. So at the end of Far From Rydell, I dream will dwell somewhere that's green. No. The curtain opens and no. suddenly we're transported and I yank off the house coat and I got my yeah. pink ladies jacket and I toss the kid off stage <laughs> and someone catches him and we go into it.
1: <laughs> now, some people feel that to play Mama Rose, you have to be at least 50 or 60 to have some, life experience. Yeah. Some people say that. Some people. Yeah. Um, how old were you when you took on Mama Rose?
2: All I have to say is that some people can get a thrill of knitting sweaters. And I, you've set me up. How could that was I really good. That was so brilliant. I did... Um, Mom, let me just say, Mama Rose is not that hard. Um, I feel like Patty like was like super dramatic about it. Um, like,
3: say the lines, do the songs. I yeah, mean, what's really. The the, 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 the,
2: if the motion's not there Jeez. naturally, don't push. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I did play Mama Rose, not only once, but twice. I was legitimately asked back by this theater company like to do an encore performance. Much
1: like Patty at Encores.
2: Exactly. See? Wow. what she, I know. I know. It's she's, like, you're she's, following
3: still, in. she's following your footsteps, actually. Yeah.
2: I definitely yeah. did it before she did. Yeah. No. <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> Officially. Yeah. Year-wise. Yeah. Uh, Just saying. Yeah. So, so, Mama Rose, she has her kids, and she's pushing for baby June to be a star and Louise has fallen behind. Yeah, that is. And then baby June leaves. Not really I don't think with Tulsa. I think baby June is just like. No, it's just
3: he's like the ticket out but like he helped choreograph a little something. Yes, there's nothing
2: romantic. They didn't get married. It was simply that she wanted to do her own act. So now it's Louise's turn and Herbie's been around but don't worry. Herbie never really leaves. He's there right till the end. Take him for granted. Infidelity, you know breaking off divorce, none of that. He's there the whole time. But when it's Louise's turn to finally be in the spotlight and we get to the the uh, theater, they are not strippers. They are actresses. No, nope,
3: well, uh, wait, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> they're actresses. So they changed
3: it because they thought that was yes. too... Yes, but
2: they're still wearing these salacious costumes that light up and bump and grind. Like, they're still right. doing these things. And they still have things.
3: to say, if you want to bump it.
2: If... Uh, I can't remember the exact... Lyrics. I want to... If wanna... you want to
3: grind it, wait till you refined it. So, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: But like, and those, those are very... Uh, in uh, what's the word you're in? Intu- Intuitive? Inf- in, Inferential? Is that the word? W- lyrics. Like if you yes. want to grind it, like as a kid, do you really know yeah. about what No, you yeah. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You know what right. I mean? It's like yeah. you can keep The double entendre. Yes. Yeah. But it was something wrong with acting. <laughs> it doesn't really hold the same cachet. <laughs>
3: right, and like the little bit with the G-string, that's probably... Oh, yeah. it's... it's was it was pretty g- weird. Really ma- oh, they was could awkward. have probably
2: kept it, though, to yeah. keep that little girl <laughs> having her one line going, take off that necklace. <laughs>
1: She's paying good money. Wow. And yeah. how old were you? How old was your so mom? So that was, was
2: absolutely 12. I remember celebrating my 13th birthday right after that closed. I was, I was absolutely 12. <laughs>
1: but you didn't retire. You kept going.
2: I kept going. No, that was, that was like the launching point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Of,
2: of the career of playing people who were too old from my general age.
1: Um, the Music Man?
2: Music Man was good. So Music Man, I was much, much younger. I was probably about eight years old. And uh, once again, Showboat youth theater. Classy, Showboat but
3: Youth Theater. Showboat Youth Theater. I love the name. Yeah. I love that the name the, has the title of a musical in it. I just absolutely. think that's even that's even better. Oh, absolutely, yeah. but we
2: couldn't do that musical. Uh, oh, There were no people of color in our community. Oh. We could not do Showboat. Well, that I would mean, never have uh, worked. See, I'm
3: surprised because that that doesn't seem to have deterred your them from doing anything before. Like, oh no,
2: I, oh no. They eventually <laughs> they draw the line on that yes. with the <laughs> with the, yes. Eventually, they did. Years later, I saw they did do um, Hairspray called Aquanet. <laughs> No royalties for Aquanet. <laughs> they are bold. I guarantee you that seaweed was white. I have no, tr- I have no oh proof of this, God. but I'm guessing. Uh, yes. Okay. So, Music Man. Um, there was always going to be in musical theater, especially when you're kids. There's always going to be a shortage of men. Right. Like you know, the girls. It's just going to happen. The ratio right. is always going to be off. So I was um, hashtag blessed enough to play the role of Mrs. Shin, who was married to Mayor Shin. Right. But there was no Mayor Shin. So not only was I Mrs. Shin, I was also Mayor Shin. So I said all the speeches and the Mrs. Shin lines, just in the same costume back and forth, a very progressive Iowan community where a woman has been elected mayor. Did women you gotta even do. vote at that time? Sorry. Absolutely not. Absolutely but she
1: somehow not. got elected yes, mayor. Okay.
2: I just pushed my way through. I was like, I'm mayor. <laughs> <laughs> <Live> with it. <laughs> So
1: th- that was the, the children's theater career, a monumental one.
2: It absolutely was. It was it was a blast. I loved, like I said, I loved learning the ins and outs of theater itself, and it teaches you discipline, and we had to learn choreography, and truly, when you performed, regardless of where you were, how old you were, it felt like Broadway.
3: It did. You're right.
2: The curtain came up, and your parents were out there, and people brought you flowers, and it was your turn to say your line, and you, you felt like it was opening night. Yeah. It, it really did. Yeah. It was inspiring. And I love, and I absolutely, I want my niece to do community theater. I want, I would, told, I would tell every parent to who has kids or is going to have kids, yeah. give them that access. It's hilarious. It turns out to be amazing stories when you're 30 and incredible opportunities yeah. and adventures when you're a kid.
1: Where was college for you?
2: College for me was the University of Arizona in Tucson.
1: Did they showcase you?
2: We did do a showcase, uh, which we invited agents from New York, to come. And a lot, of th- we had a pretty good turnout because who wouldn't want to leave New York in January to come to Arizona? Yeah. So uh, people really took them up on it. Yeah. Uh, but a lot, of, a lot of that turned out to be um, us, not even associates, like interns, who weren't really there for, you know, right. that yes. reason. Right.
1: What was your showcase song?
2: So I did two, we each did two songs. I did Behind These Walls, which was a Scott Allen song. So my showcase was weird. For Personally, for me, I was not given great advice, and I was told to do more contemporary stuff just to, like, make myself more sellable in that market in 2010. Uh, but I should have been doing classic musical theater stuff. I should yeah. have been doing Gorgeous or I'm Going Back yeah. or something big and broad and ethily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I did, um, closer than ever, I did Miss Bird, which of course I moved, which is, not that these aren't great songs, but you get to the city and like every third person is singing Miss Bird and every fourth person is singing behind these walls. (laughs) So yeah, so you're kind of screwed. But um, I learned very quickly after that, like what... Like, not to push myself into a specific type, to yeah. allow myself to be that old-fashioned version of a person, which I am, vocally. Yeah.
1: I love that. We were asking some people before, you know, uh, when you first move to the city, we all have to do very crazy jobs in the theater. Like, you will, take, you will do that black box production in the middle of the Bronx somewhere.
2: Did you have anything like that or any weird auditions? So, yes. Um, I'm embarrassed to say I didn't get offered the job, but I did apply and audition to be a singing, dancing vagina for a public service announcement about HPV, which was a very big deal at the beginning of, like, all the HPV vaccines in 2000, early 2000s. <laughs> and so on the spot, I had to rap, or, like, I mean, it wasn't rapping for me. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> like, a poem about, like, being a vagina and vaginal safety and STDs wow. and HPV and stuff. Yeah. I, it, I didn't get it. I couldn't believe it. You know, it was but so but I, I don't know
3: if it really took off. You know, I don't. I, I don't recall it, so I feel like we didn't all miss. It out. wasn't on the Tonys
2: I, last year, so oh uh, yes, man. it might have been missed.
1: I bet
3: they it was a good song though that
1: the band's visit. Ironically, <laughs> they ch- they made a lot of changes. <laughs> they said, "Wouldn't it be more interesting if it was a bus in bed at tikva? And they said, "Yeah, we'll get rid of the vaginas." But yes. they
2: still used my rap, and I got no credit.
1: <laughs> but Tony Shalhoub does do it brilliantly every he night. Does.
2: I give it to him with every
1: love. night. Um, this has been so much fun. So oh my fun. gosh, it's a blast. Thank you so much for sharing this. And yes. just, if anyone is ever doubting any of these stories, I will say I have seen the videos and she's... The VHS. The VHS. And this woman is not making anything up. <laughs> oh
3: my
2: God, Mama I'm Rose I'm not that bright. I couldn't make up something this funny. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> well, thank you so much for oh my joining gosh, thank us. thank you guys so much for having me. I'm a longtime <laughs> lover and listener of this Aww, podcast. It's really you. an thank honor you. to be here. It's thank so you.
1: And we'll... Catch up on something, I'm sure, pretty soon. Let us know when you're yeah. doing something, and we'll Absolutely. tell the masses. Most likely,
2: you'll be directing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm doing the HPV thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody.
2: Bye, <laughs> oh, bye.
3: Today's episode was recorded at Shetler Studios on 244 West 54th Street. Visit Shetler Studios to book your room today and you could be as cool as us. That's S-H-E-T-L-E-R
1: studios.com. And a big thanks to our sound editor, Daniel Schwartzberg, and social media manager, Bethany Ann Selecki. And
3: friends, don't forget, we want more folks to hear these incredible stories,
1: and that's where you guys can come in and help us out. Yes, in order for people to find out about us, we need lots of ratings on iTunes. The more ratings, The more they'll come up in searches So head on over to iTunes Search for Behind the Curtain Broadway's Living Legends Click on our logo Click on ratings and reviews Then write a review and leave us five stars And make us feel as special as Eliza Doolittle On Eliza Doolittle Day Or
3: you can leave us one star And make us feel as bad as Annie did In that weird production in Boston Where Annie dreamed about being adopted And then ended the show back in the orphanage
1: True story, Rob was there I saw it. So head on over to iTunes and make us feel even more special than we already do.